Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. How does a butterfly take a dump? It never stops long enough. Maybe it just sits while lofting. Maybe it shits real quick while chewing flowers. Hmm. I may never know. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags and microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You look like you smell like cheese. Douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Hey, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, okay, we got a new, um, a new little uh, segment that we're going to start doing uh, more of, and it is, what is the bigger ass bag? An ass bag is pretty much you know worthless, fucking waste of space, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a person, but you know, um, what's the bigger ass bag? This is the NFL edition of what's a bigger ass bag. So, Rob, do you think we can you do this? You told me about this. I love it already. I do, too. And I also have Topher for the one that I'm pretty sure is going to be a toss-up. I already sent him. I already sent him a text, and he already picked who the winner is. But we will play that out, okay? So just hang on one right. minute here, and let's, uh, let, shall we begin the game? Let's begin. All right. Like I said, bigger ass bag, NFL edition. Baker Mayfield versus Jimmy Garoppolo. And this is the one that Topher picked for us because I found this very hard to pick. What do you think, Rob? I think I, think I got to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Here is why. No, no, no not Jimmy. Not Jimmy. Baker. Baker Mayfield. That is Baker Mayfield. That's who me and uh, and uh, Topher picked, and uh, here's why: Garoppolo has been to a Super Bowl. He helped guide a team to a Super Bowl. We beat him in the Super Bowl, but he he did well enough uh, to, and he also uh, helped New England to a Super Bowl too. He fell off this year and has been doing horrible, but I think, you know, maybe age right. has something to do with that. Maybe he just didn't, you know, whatever, uh, a variety of reasons. Older, too. Yeah. Get older, too. Yes. So, uh, Baker Mayfield has never done anything like that. The biggest thing was a divisional game where he uh, where he come up short, but he was close to beating us, but we, we uh, won the game. And that was a divisional round. So, the closest he's ever been is a divisional round, like Topher put out. He had plenty of chances and has never done it. You know, at least Garoppolo has guided a team to the Super Bowl, and he has been to a couple of Super Bowls with New England, and they won at least one of them. He has at least one, maybe two rings. So as big of an ass bag as Garoppolo is now, Mayfield's a bigger ass bag because he doesn't have that been there, done that, like Garoppolo does, right? Right, and let me get my reason behind it. Okay, go ahead. Baker Mayfield was having a losing year mm-hmm. and started making commercials about him living in the damn stadium. Mm. Rob, that is an excellent point. Yeah. If Mahomes was doing he's that poorly. living in the stadium. 
Yeah, if Mahomes is doing that poorly, would you want him doing all these commercials either? No. You'd be like, dude, do those commercials after you get good, but we don't have to worry about that. But, yeah, I agree with you. I'm not losing you. Exactly. That's just rubbing in insult. Like, hey, I'm stealing money. Ha, ha, ha. So, yeah. That's a very good point, Rob. Okay, that actually is probably an even better point. So, all that together means... Oh, and also, like I told Topher... His first name's Baker. Yeah. <laughs> so he had a disadvantage from the start. So anyhow, his parents must have not liked and, him. And, and Mayfield McBerry. Come on. <laughs> True. True. All right. The next one in the NFL edition of Bigger Aspag, Carolina Panthers or New England Patriots? I know. One had the Patriots have two wins. Carolina has one win. They both are pathetic and just suck. They're horrible teams. Um, I'm almost tempted to go with the Patriots because Bill Belichick, in my opinion, should be guiding that team a little bit better than two wins. Well, okay. Well, I've been doing a lot of reading. This could be his last year there. Uh, supposedly, he already has a team he's going to. They've already talked to him. They already yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. And um, Robert Kraft's going to trade him because you can trade him. And he, uh, Robert Kraft's already in agreement to trade Bill Belichick because Kraft wants to start over. He's like, you know, we want to get a new coach, new blood, new people. Yeah, because ever since Brady left, they ain't done shit. To answer the question of who helped who the most... Brady. Brady helped Yeah. Yeah. As much as it pains me to admit it. <laughs> Look, I can't I can't take anything away from Brady. I mean, man, shit. The dude's a goat. to Tampa and dropped him in the fucking Super Bowl. Come on. Yeah, man. yeah. And fucking Brady beat... Come to Brady as much as it pains me to admit it. He beat our ass thoroughly. He fucking gave us a bare-ass yeah. spanking. He gave us a bare-ass yeah. spanking all the way around the field and half of the other. So, yeah. As much as I pain, it pains me to say that, too. Yeah, Brady. And also, while we're on that subject right there of the Chiefs, um, they had a pretty good showing today after a slow start, didn't they? Honestly, I did not even get to listen to it. I they, was doing some homework on uh, a major subject for tonight's podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Well, they won 31-17. to The offense looked fine. People were catching the football. So all of these fucking programs like the Herd and all those guys, oh, my God, they have an identity crisis. Oh, my God, it's over. We dominated Philadelphia. The only reason we lost to Philadelphia was our own stupid mistakes. We couldn't catch a football, and Travis Kelsey, as good as he is, fumbled in the red zone. If all all those things were not happening and they were catching the football like they would have, we would have beat their ass. So, Nick Serrani, suck my fucking dick, you asshole, going around fucking and, taunting us. I hope and, we see you in the Super Bowl so we can beat your ass again, bitch. So, eat my ass, you fucking piece of crap. What'd you say? And just to throw it out there, Kansas City was missing three key offensive players today. Yeah, that's true. Tony Hardman and who else? Uh, yeah, um, Tony Hardman and uh, McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon. Yeah, three major players in our yep. offense was out yep. today. Nick Serrani, we're going to come for your fucking stupid ass, and we're going to beat your ass again in the Super Bowl. So lick my ass, you piece of shit. Anyhow. All right, next. And all I got to say is ditto. Thank you. There we go. Clyde Edwards-Alaire against Mitchell Trubitsky. I am going to have to go with Trubisky as much as I don't really like Alaire. He's He has never lived up to his potential. He's always been an ass bag on the team. Um, he's always getting hurt. Alaire did something first. Well, Trubisky was uh, picked number one overall. Alaire was uh, picked up like number 25 or 26. Right. And Trubisky has already been... Uh, traded to another team and already sucked so bad he didn't start there either. So that's why I'm going with Trubisky as much as I don't like Alaire the way he plays. You got my vote. All right. 
Okay, next one. Brandon Staley or Frank Reich? Brandon Staley is the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. With all that talent on the team, he can't get them to win. And uh, and uh, Frank Reich is the coach of the Carolina Panthers. We're the one-win Carolina Panthers. Now, I almost am tempted to go with Staley, and here's why. But I'm not going to. Staley is has gotten them to the playoffs last year, and they were up well, what thirty to nothing at halftime, and then lost thirty-one to thirty or something like that to uh, like to that. Jacksonville. So I don't know. I mean, that alone may give it to them, but I don't know. We need to talk this out a little bit and figure it out. Figure it out. Okay. Frank Reich one win, but he doesn't really have any talent. They have that high draft pick that they they picked ahead of uh, C.J. Stroud. I forgot his name, um, but he has been a total dud. But he has nothing to work with, man. They don't have any talent there. So maybe Brandon Staley does have to get it because of the playoff loss last year, and really just sucking ass this year with a lot of talent on their team. I mean, they got Bosa and. Um, Gosh, who was the other pass rusher? I can't think of his name. And then they have, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Herbert. Uh, you know, you know, one of the guys they say, oh, he's better than Mahomes. Oh, yeah? What does he won? Yeah, what, what's his name? Uh, has he ever beaten Mahomes in yards? No. <clears throat> has he ever beaten Mahomes in uh, touchdowns? <clears throat> has he ever won anything? <clears throat> okay, there. There's your fucking answer. So... Um, I I think I changed my opinion talking it out. I think I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Staley. Well, during your talk, I'm going to have to agree with you. All right, Staley it is. This next one, I probably should have sent to Topher, but I think we can talk it out. Philadelphia Eagles fans versus Raider fan. This hurts me to my bone. But I'm going to have to go with obnoxious Philly fan. Those fucking pizza-eating ass wipes. I mean, they do have a court in Veterans Stadium because these guys are so unruly. Whenever they win the Super Bowl, not against the Chiefs, they didn't, but they won it a few years before that. A guy ate horse shit. He was so happy. They had to grease the light poles so people wouldn't climb them. As much as I hate Raider fan, I got to go with Philly. Okay. But at the same time, well, that was back in the 90s. You go ahead. What, what, what was I, I, I talked to fans. Kansas City, I lived in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Fans that had season tickets, they'd all travel to wherever Raiders were playing. Yeah. And they would be escorted off their buses to their hotel rooms, escorted to the stadium. Really? Security all around them at all times because they had a Chiefs uniform on. Then... These were fans. Okay, okay, so overall body of work. Philly fan has just been a... uh, Yeah, that's been quite a while ago. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Do you want? Do you want to send this? Do you want to send this one to Topher? Eagles was recent. Let's give it to the Eagles. Okay, Eagles fan wins it, but Raider fan. It, okay, hey, let's do it like this. NFC is Eagle fan. AFC is Raider fan. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. Um, next one. Commanders logo, Washington Commanders, former Redskins, against the Giants logo, which is that stupid just MY that's like really pathetic looking. Uh, but the Commanders just has a W. That's kind of odd looking W. Give the Commanders. The Commanders, I agree. Both of them suck. But the com- so How the hell are they still a team? <laughs> they have lost all of their dignity. I they agree. Lost their name. They <laughs> lost their coaches. They lost players. Yes, but they're still eighteen. <laughs> they're also the team that get, that couldn't protect Alex Smith so bad that he almost fucking died from his injuries. 
You're right. Uh, commanders, you got it. They are the official more well, ass baggy. I'm going to say this since we're on a podcast. Yeah. And not on the radio. Mm-hmm. The only reason why there are teams that are worse than D.C. Yeah. So I'm going to say. Okay. So I'm going to say. Okay. That's cool. Um, next one. Jerry Jones versus Robert Kraft. I got to go with Robert Kraft, and here's why. Robert Kraft was the one that got fucking caught fucking getting a tug and yank in a shady fucking uh, um, massage parlor in Florida, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I think the tug and yanker gets it. Even though Jerry. Dallas, the head coach, is about to be, be on the Ring of Honor. Oh, really? Mike yeah, McCarthy? I, 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 I should have made that report. I didn't say none of hmm. Yeah. Okay, but you know what? Jerry well, Jones... He's uh, on a, yeah, he's being, he's being put on the ring of honor. Jerry Jones years ago was supposedly in some uh, anti, uh, uh, um, anti-African-American uh, um, groups. And was like picketing or something, I think, uh, against them. So, you know what? I think I changed mine to Jerry Jones because of that. If that that is true, I mean, yeah, that's the only thing that gets me is I have not seen proof. You know what? I I changed it. You know what? You're right. I don't know for sure. So I'm going to go ahead and switch mine back to Robert Kraft because he got the. Yeah, he got the tug and yank. So, okay. There you go. Robert Kraft wins the ass bag. He's a little bit more ass baggier than Jerry Jones. They're both ass bags, but he's a little bit more of an ass bag. All right. Well, plus you got the football deflation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And worse yet, the filming. The filming of other teams. The filming, yeah. Yeah, Robert Kraft just fucking ran away with it. Yeah, that old fucking bag of shit. Yeah, you know what? That bag of shit needs like an ass paddling. He's in the Hall of Fame, and and because he's such a dickwad, he gets bare ass paddled every month. Every time that we pull out our list, he should be on it. We're not going to mention him, but he's on the list, and we paddle him again. Everybody needs to remember this, because we're not going to mention him. Yeah, just just remember. He's automatically there. He's automatically pulled out of the Hall of Fame. His pants taken down and immediately ass paddled and then put him back into the Hall of Fame. So, all right. And I'm lined up with a metal spoon. <laughs> oh. And you know what that means, Mark. Oh, that fucking hurts, dude. <laughs> uh, next, yeah. Yeah, ask my balls. Your balls. <laughs> my brother's, everybody's balls. <laughs> next one. Arizona Cardinals turf. Versus Meadowlands turf. Arizona Cardinals turf has tore many of knees up, but Meadowland, Meadowlands turf did the ultimate and fucking took out Aaron Rodgers in his first game in the first five minutes. So for that alone, I have to go with Meadowlands artificial turf that sucks. Well, I'm kind of. Wait this one out. Okay. Well, that's what we're here for. This is why we do it. It, so, it was Aaron Rodgers within five minutes. Within five How minutes of the first game. people have gotten hurt there? Um, I believe there's a pretty good list of people that got hurt there, but I is think... There, okay. But, okay. But, well, that's not something I have looked up. But, oh, okay, okay. Here's my case against um, Arizona, though. This may not be so cut and dry. Arizona's the one that almost took Patrick Mahomes out last year in the Super Bowl. Okay, case solved. All right, are you going to Arizona? Case solved. Okay. Yep. Arizona? Don't, don't, don't pick on Mahomes. All right, Arizona gets the uh, slight nod of the ass baggy-er. So, okay. All right, next Love one. Arizona. Um... Love the, yeah, yeah, I love Arizona, except for their turf. And, and not the Cardinals. Right. Not not the Cardinals. 
I love Arizona as a state. I have friends in Arizona, so, you know. Yeah. Okay, next I one. be listening. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. And if you're not, we don't like you anymore. All right. I, they grew up in Kansas City, so they know what I'm talking about. They should definitely be listening then. Next one. Cheesehead or Raider Skull Mask? I'm going to go with Raider Skull Mask because they're more obnoxious. Yeah. We will see the Cheeseheads next week, though, because we are traveling to Green Bay to play them. Okay, well, here's my point of view on this. Okay. You have kids that go to these football games. Mm Mm-hmm. Some kids are scared of Halloween masks. Uh Uh-huh. I know this because my son grew up being scared of Halloween masks because he got scared when he was young. That's a good point. So, do you think Raider Skull Mask probably wins this? Yeah, yeah. And besides that, they're so I mean, they're I mean, so God, smug and obnoxious. Big bone cheese wear on their head. Yeah, there's some Raider Mask is scary to kids. I'm sticking up for the kids on this. And even after we got done kicking the shit out of them, they're somewhere bragging. You, we know this. Oh, yeah, you wait, yeah, you wait. It's going to be his Christmas Day. Well, guess what? Christmas Day, my son's going to be at Arrowhead watching the Chiefs beat the shit out of you again. Yes. Only this time, I think what they need to do is after they kick your ass, hold you down and shit on your face. All of the Raiders. Doesn't that sound hey, fun? You know what? The way we're going tonight. Yeah. I, I, I think. Our one listener that emailed in has something. Maybe we ought to do one show a night and not but sports. I I think he's right. I really do. This is sounding pretty good. This to me, this is sounding pretty good. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I got more sports coming later. Just so everybody knows. Yes, yes. Rob has a very in-depth wrestling. Should we call it a wrestling roundup? Eh, well, yeah, yeah. Rob's wrestling roundup. Rob Rad's wrestling roundup. Official name. All right, I'm going to get Chad the voice guy on that, okay? All right. Okay. All right, next one is $15 Nasty Budweiser. And the reason I call it a Nasty Budweiser is because um, someone called up uh, Kevin Keatsman's show when he was on 810, uh, and uh, said that they... Uh, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone called him up. Years ago. It was years ago, though. Okay. Well, he's not on the radio anymore. He had a big uh, falling out with the Chiefs over some stuff he said, and he was taken off 810. He does a podcast now. But that guy called in, and he said that they use the bottom of the barrel for the kegs that go to the stadiums because nobody gives a shit. The horrible stuff at the bottom with the hops floating around. He's because he worked at Anheuser Busch, and he said, "Yeah, we send the garbage beer there because everyone's too smashed to realize it's horrible beer." So, the fifteen-dollar nasty Budweiser or the twenty-dollar cheeseburger at Arrowhead, which one is a bigger ass bag? I'm gonna go with the twenty-dollar cheeseburger, and here's why. Okay, everybody, everybody likes a cheeseburger. Not everybody drinks a Budweiser. Right. So I think just by coverage alone, I think the cheeseburger wins. Okay, yeah, here we go back to the kids. You got to feed the kids while they're there. That's right, and you're getting ripped off $20 a pop. Okay, well, Papa here just spent Thanksgiving night with his grandson, so yeah, I'm feeling pretty partial to kids right now. Oh, yeah, that that's great that he did, too. I was so happy. And that's why we didn't First do our Thanksgiving ever. episode. First time ever without mom, so. That's cool. Very cool. And that's why we didn't do our Thanksgiving episode, as promised, because Rob needed some papa time with his grandson, and I'm all for that. So. And it was last minute. He just said he, he did not want to go home. He wanted to stay with Papa and Uncle Bub. That's great. So we did. Good. I'm glad you guys had such a good time. That's good. Oh, yeah. Because stuff like that is the most important stuff in your life. So I'm glad you got to do that. Man. We need it. We need it. Yes. All right. The next one, 
This one's this one's tough, and that's why I saved it for last. Kirk Herbstreet versus Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Okay. I because I don't like it. Okay. You know what? And that was my first thought too. Was Joe Buck? So. Okay. I don't, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know who this other dude is you're talking about. I know who Joe Buck is. Kirk Herbstreet is the guy that they put along with Chris Collinsworth to replace Al Mike. I think when. No, no, no. Maybe he's on CBS. You know what? I think I got it fucked up. Anyhow, you know what? Uh, just trust me on this. Okay, Joe. Well, actually, I no, no. Not trust me. You're the one that said it. Joe Buck gets it. Okay. Just by body of work, okay. he's been... I mean, a, yeah, yeah, cause, I mean, that's just going off because I know Joe Buck. Kirk Street is without I've Michaels. One, I've caught one Kansas City game this year. That's the only football game. I've got to watch until next weekend. Kirk Herbstreet is with Al Michaels on I'm Amazon. Going to get me in a digital antenna or a Roku or something. All right, sounds good. Okay. This is my football this year. Yeah, you got to start watching it. I'm, I'm going off what I read on the internet on the football, just so everybody knows. Okay. All right. Well, let's take our first break, and we'll be right back here in a couple minutes. That sound good, Rob? Sounds great. All right, everybody, hang tight. Next up, things overheard in hell. Man, Axel Rose is such a great childhood therapist. I hope he writes more books. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. We can tell you what you can eat. Wild asparagus is plentiful and easy to find. It can be stewed with garlic and onion, which is both wild, which can be easily found in a very tasty post-apocalypse food. You can make this into a delicious stew, and this will hold you over at least for a couple of days until you can find some other food. Continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags in a Microphone to be constantly funny once again we offer you strange insults from an alien <laughs> and now deep thoughts with mark man i sure wish i was the garbage man you know what i could do if i was the garbage man i could go to the wrong parts of town on the wrong days periodically in the morning and then watch everybody run out of their house in their underwear with two bags of trash screaming, Stop! Halt! Yeah, that's what I'd love to do. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I am Rob. Um, before we get to the hairy asshole Olympics, I got a little report here that I want you to go over with me. And I want to get your take on this, Rob. And okay, okay. Uh, and before we go into that, okay, you need to get on rss.com and take a look, my friend. Oh, are I you? I got on there today, and it blew my freaking mind. We're up sixty percent. <laughs> Did you see our Des Moines numbers? Did you see that? Yeah, our Des Moines numbers are going fucking bonkers. There's people up there fucking just jamming our show. Thank you, Des Moines. Okay, okay, okay. And by the way, I was trying to work on a story, but I did not get time to finish it. This is where we need our, well, it's from Castle Bluffs to Des Moines Mm -hmm. and on up to Minneapolis. What that? A string of missing truck drivers. (laughs) There is? 
no. Right now, yeah, they found the trucks, bodies missing, but hmm. there was something that started over somewhere around Atlantic, Iowa. But I talked to my cousin today, she hadn't heard nothing about it. But hmm. I'm reading it on internet. I my adopted son that lives up in Denison, Iowa, is the one that told me about it. Wow. But, yeah, it, it it started out, there was this guy and this gal in the middle of the highway, uh-huh. blah, 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 stole a car, pulled somebody over, stole a car, whatever. Well, now they have this string of truckers missing. Wow. And they're thinking they might it might be related because they're all headed the same direction. And now they've turned and went north. Mm-hmm. Like they're heading to Minnesota. Wow. I don't have the details in front of me. So, any of our listeners, unfortunately, thing, you won't hear this for two, three days. If you get any tips and you know you hear anything about this, let's catch these people. Yeah. There's three truck drivers missing, and we believe, well, some people believe this is all connected. They think they know who's doing it. Which makes it serial. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, well, anyway, let's move on. Okay. Um, yeah, Iowa seems to just freaking love us. Just love oh, us. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Council Bluffs and Des Moines. That's what I was looking at. Council yeah. Bluffs is our number three, and Des Moines is our number four. That's I, know, why I, I know. So uh, This is going up. This is going on up around them. Yeah, wow. So, uh, hey, if anyone knows anything about this, has a little bit more information, email us, doucheb66 at yahoo.com. And we will gladly report on this because this is a very upsetting well, situation. we these people before. Just say it. Yeah, I we don't so- think that's it. But if you do, still email us. Let us know. Hey, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, we would like to know a little bit more about it or whatever. So, um, okay, uh, moving on here. Um, this is what I was going to get to previously. Nearly, okay, it appears this. Nearly a third of Americans ages 80, 18, not 80, 18 to 29 regularly get their news from TikTok, according to Pew Research. And overall, the share of U.S. adults who say they regularly get their news from TikTok has quadrupled from 3% in 2020 to 14% in 2023. That is concerning. I didn't know they had news on TikTok. They consider it news. That's what the problem is. I I, I, I don't have TikTok. I don't have... I don't either. I have Facebook. I have, face, I have Facebook and Instagram, and that's it. I have nothing else, and I, I don't, don't want have, anything. I don't even have Instagram. I like Instagram because it's a great way to promote the program. I have a lot of people that uh, just tune in on Instagram to find out when the show is being released or whenever we're doing another show or what's going on because they, they uh, send me messages and go, hey, thanks a lot. We appreciate it, you know, knowing where the show's at. And a lot of people grab their show because... Um, they know that they can get it on Insta because it's mainly pictures and stories like that. So it works out really well with that type of platform and this type of a of a show. Um, so um, anyhow, I mean, TikTok is the one that I was reading up on this, and I didn't get to go over it during Thanksgiving, but people were putting cement mix in their mashed potatoes and whipping them up because someone said and demonstrated, acted like they're putting cement mix in their mashed potatoes. They said it firmed it up and made it uh, tastier. All it's doing is fucking up people's blenders. <laughs> I bet, well, my, my first thing, once you yeah. said that, I yeah. bet it's firming up. <laughs> yes. I love that when I read that. I'm like, my God, these idiots. They're like, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> so, first off, they have to buy a bag of cement, right? <laughs> then they got to take it to the car. Right here, <laughs> this right here is why our listeners listen to us. Yeah. 
I love that. And people are like, okay, it says to put two cups for every five potatoes. There we go. It ought to be great. And then their fucking blenders freeze up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to get to that Thanksgiving, but we got sidetracked so many times. I found the story afterwards. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm forgetting to get to it. And I, I don't even know what I did with the story. Yeah, I don't even remember what I did with the actual story. It's somewhere around here. And anyhow, but yeah, we're putting cement mix in fucking mashed potatoes and expecting it to be tasty and fuller or whatever. I'm like, just go ahead. I'm shaking my head going, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely going to be fuller. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) So, anyhow... Rob Rad. You want to get into Rob Rad's wrestling roundup? Okay, like I said, get ready for a break because this is going to be a lengthy one. Rob Rad, the floor is yours. Okay, well, on my last day of four days off, I spent about five, five and a half hours watching a three-hour pay-per-view between stopping and restart. You know, I got to do my daily thing. Mm-hmm. Well, this happens to be the WWE Survivor Series War Games pay-per-view that happened last night while we were podcasting. Oh, okay. So this goes out to anybody that missed it and can't watch it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to watch it, I hate to spoil it. I'm not going to give too much away. Okay. But there was five matches. Okay. And it was the 37th annual Survivor Series. Okay. In Chicago, Illinois, mm-hmm. Allstate Arena sold out. Wow, that's a pretty big arena. There was 17,138 people in attendance. Okay, that's a big arena. Okay. Now, the reason why this is going to be a LinkedIn one because there's a lot to cover just explaining this pay-per-view. Okay. It's just not two people getting in the ring beating the crap out of each other. Okay. Okay, Survivor Series. They attach two rings together. Mm hmm. They put two rings side by side and put a piece of diamond plate through the middle so you can go ring to ring. Okay. It's a big, and then they bring down a 15-foot-tall, six-ton, half-mile steel and aluminum steel cage around these two rings. Shit. And it's two teams against each other. Okay, so they're, they're tag-teaming? That's... What I get? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. But it's multiple. I'll okay. get into that when I get into the first match. Okay. Oh, no. Actually, I'm going into it. Okay. Two people start the match. But actually, the match ain't started. The second, the second person hits the ring you start beating the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, well, the first match was four on four. Okay. Last match was five on five. Okay. You see what I'm doing here? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. The first match, it was four on four. Two people start. Five minutes later, somebody else enters Okay. from one team. So it turns into a two-on-one. Mm-hmm. 
three minutes later, somebody else comes in okay. from the other team. And they keep going till everybody's in the ring beating the crap out of each other. But the second that last person enters the ring, the match actually starts. Everybody's beating the crap out of each other before the match starts. Okay. It's a no disqualification. So a lot of people, as they're coming down to the ring, they reach underneath the ring, grab out chairs, tables, kendo sticks, whatever, throw in. Okay. They come out to help their teammates. Okay. And there was three single matches, which I'll go into. Okay. Okay, the first match was the women's Survivor Series match. Mm-hmm. It was Team Bianca Belair, which consisted of Bianca Belair, who is Shotzi, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Okay. Okay, where's my other person here? There was somebody else in there. <laughs> oh no, and you don't have it available? No. Oh, she didn't win the match, so it don't matter. Okay, alright. And I'm just saying, this match was, and they went up against Team Damage Control, which is a sanction in W. WWE. It's a female function. Okay. Bailey was the captain. Eo Sky, who is the women's champion, which is part of damage control. Mm-hmm. Tyler Sang, who just bumped up from NXT that we've been talking about. Okay. Actually, most of these came from NXT. Okay. Um, and Oscar. Oscar <laughs> is a Japanese wrestler. Okay. Well, that's why there was only four. This is four on four. Okay. The last match, the men's match, it was five on five. Okay. Well, I'm telling you, if you get the chance to watch this, it's amazing. Okay. I'm just saying, EO Sky, that I, I don't want to get no spoilers. Okay. EO Sky, the women's champion, was on top of this 15 foot ring. Okay. And put a metal trash can over herself. And all the other seven women were standing down below. She come off the top of a foot. 15 foot tall ring with uh-huh. a metal trash can on her and bowling balled everybody. <laughs> I love that. Took out the, uh, yeah, and she's a, the women's champion. But That's anyway, why she's the women's champion. For the results, okay. Team Bianca, Becky Lynch, Ken Bailey for the win. Okay. Match number two. Now, in singles matches, this is where we go to singles matches. And that's something I noticed. On the singles matches, they raise the cage. They still have two rings. Okay. Singles matches happen in one ring. So it's just like a regular singles match. You still had, you know, no, you know, you still had rules, everything. I got you. Okay, the second match was for the Intercontinental Championship. The champion Uther took on the Miz. Okay. 
And these, and I just listened. Like I said, I went, I watched this whole pay-per-view, and I pick up some facts off of it. And that's how I picked up what I'm getting ready to say. Okay. Gunther, Gunther, excuse me, not Gunther, Gunther. Okay. It's the longest reigning intercontinental champion. He's been champion 533 days. Wow. He's not been pinned in two years. Sounds like he's doing pretty good. And let me tell you, all these matches were great. They did a great job picking the opponents on these matches. It was a really great pay-per-view. That's cool. Uh, Gunther retained the title by putting the Miz in a Boston Crab. But to reinforce it, he put his knee in the back, putting the extra pressure on. Okay. Okay, our third match goes to the Lucha Libre world. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's been this new faction called the LWO, Latino World Order. Oh, wow, okay. Okay. It's been Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. Okay. Well, they had Carlito join in, which okay. is a Puerto Rican wrestler from back in the early 2000s, and he just came back. Mm-hmm. And there was a new Lucha Libre named Dragon Lee. Hmm, okay. Well, when this match was set, it, what it is, is Santos Escobar is done with the LWO. He wants to be himself. Okay. Okay, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, the match was set to be against Rey Mysterio. Okay. Rey Mysterio got injured a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So Carlito stepped up to take the match. Okay, so Mysterio did it had nothing to do with it then because he was injured. No, Mysterio was not in this match. He was supposed to be, but he wasn't. Okay, so it was uh, Carlito. So Carlito stepped up. Okay. Santos is the one that's leaving the Latino world order. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I read, Carlito got jumped this week. Okay. So he was not able to wrestle. Okay. So they had this new Lucha Libre that Rey Mysterio calls the future of Lucha Libre. Okay. His name is Dragon Lee. It was his first pay-per-view ever. Okay. Santos Escobar performed the fan driver to defeat Dragon Lee. Okay. Although, I'm telling you, be watching for Dragon Lee. He is up and coming. Yeah, he is awesome. He's got a great name, He's too. He's a high flyer. Okay. Let's, uh, let's take a break and then I come back with the rest of it, okay? Real knee slapper. Let's do that. Alrighty. Insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May, your five-year-old neighbor have all their violin lessons during all of your hangovers. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May, you forever fill your cell phone library in a pocket that's not even in. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, no. It's this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. I asked my date to meet me at the gym. She didn't show up. I guess we're not gonna work out. <laughs> Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. 
See Behind the Smoke Show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarious. You have the personality of a soggy newspaper. Next up, things overheard in hell. Howard Stern just signed a 10-year contract extension. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Um, we're going to get back to the wrestling report, uh, Rad Rob's wrestling roundup here in a minute. But we got a couple of stories we're going to throw at you here real quick. Um, there's a news flash in, Rob. You know that? No, I did not hear that. Okay. The images of Walmart self-checkout machines prompting the customers for tips are AI-generated. That's not true. Okay, it you know it's a AI generate generated these Walmart self checkout machines, which is also a form of AI, and it, it showed these uh, self checkout machines going. Uh, how much of a tip do you want to leave? Well, it turns out that was fake. Those Walmart machines did not go rogue and ask for tips on their own like they're alleging. Um, you know. Um, it, it, that you know, it's hilarious because uh, I've heard a lot about this, and a lot of people got suckered in. This is actually quite concerning because the deep fakes are everywhere, and most times it's almost impossible to tell. I could actually see uh, trials going to jury over what happened, what appears to be a defendant doing a crime on a camera. But then the defendant can argue and say, hey, that was AI generated. That was not me. Do you see the slippery the slippery slope I'm talking about, Rob? Yeah. Yeah, someone could come up and, like, rob a diamond store. And then he could go, no, no, no. Someone released that. Whoever really did the heist released it and tried to AI generate me doing it. That'd be a hell of a time trying to prove they didn't, wouldn't it, if it was a really good deep fake? We talked about this on one of my earlier podcasts. Yeah, we did. But this... Uh, uh, we were concerned about it because people could do that. They could... Yeah. This, they could come up with ev- false evidence against somebody. Yeah, this story right here illustrates everything that we're talking about, Rob. Everybody believed this. When I read it, I kind of smelt bullshit. I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, I I don't know if I quite believe that because I think Walmart is smart enough to know that if these machines started doing that, they'd go over, they'd preempt it, and they would do something. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyhow. um, Well. Well, you know, AI can just throw out a bunch of bullshit, dude. And then people would know what to do. Yeah. The, the The slippery slope, it's unfolding right in front of us right now, Rob. I believe it. Yeah. I, believe, I yeah. Yeah. And I do a lot of reading for this podcast, just so everybody knows. So so do I, Rob. So do I. I do a lot of reading, and now I'm doing a lot of editing because I'm getting tired and getting caught with my fucking pants down. An article that goes into a bunch of shit that nobody cares about, and then all of a sudden I got oh it. I got dude. impromptu come up with something on the spot. And I'm like, yeah, oh, fuck. Oh my god. Some of these people just like to write out fucking words. I swear. Some of these are. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll find out something I want to. Oh, like that uh, Chrisley bit I did last night. Yeah. About Todd Julie Chrisley. Uh huh. Yeah. Dude, it would have took me 25 minutes to read that whole story to everybody. Yeah, because it goes into shit nobody cares about. That's why we tell everybody if you want to know more. We're just bringing it to your attention. Yeah, look it, it up. Out Check it out yourself. Yes. Yeah, so. Anyhow, um, that was an interesting story that we've been talking about for a while. And, uh, yes. Rob, do you want to go back to a little bit more of Rob Brad's wrestling roundup? Sure, sure. All righty. 
The floor once again is yours, Rob Rad. Okay, the fourth match was another singles match. It was for the women's world championship. Zoe Stark took on the champion Rhea Ripley of the Judgment Day faction. You know, so I keep saying faction. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it groups of more than two or three people that get together, you know. And it seems like WWE is going a lot more to that, just saying. Yeah. It, it was another hard-hitting battle. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Ripley hit the riptide for the win and retained the women's championship. Cool. Did you want her to win? Actually, I'm liking Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark is another one that came out of NXT. She's an up-and-comer. That's what NXT is. It's the new up-and-coming I'm so glad. I'm so glad I caught part of that and I asked you. Now I understand yeah. it 100%. It's like the minor leagues. It's like, look, show us, show us what you can do and we'll promote you. But right now, okay, it was just Monday Night Raw against Friday Night SmackDown or Thursday Night SmackDown, whatever that night they decide to have it. Yeah. And they were the two brands. Okay. And NXT was the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. Well, NXT has developed so much that once a year, SmackDown and Raw would have a shakeup to where people from one show would go to the other show. Okay. You see what I mean? You, stay, you got me here? Mm-hmm. Yes. NXT has gotten so big, you can go to three different shows now. Wow. In the trade. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like a draft. Mm-hmm. And you can get traded to a different show. And That's... now you can get traded to NXT. It's, dude, it, I'm telling you, NXT... They're there, man. They're there. Okay, cool. And it's the future of the WWE. Wow, okay. A lot of them, other ones you won't ever see, you know. Okay. Okay, now, our fifth and final match of the evening was the five-man team. Uh-huh. So, match. It was Team Cody Rhodes, which is the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes' baby boy. Mm-hmm. It was a huge name, huge name. He just came back from AEW, which I will speak about in another time. Okay. I walked a little bit of it, too. Okay. Sammy Zayn. Jay Uso, who is part of the famous Uso Brother tag team. Okay. Beth Rollins. And what was supposed to be Randy Orton, but Randy Orton did not come out through the match, throughout the match. Oh, wow. He's still around. Spoiler alert. Well... Randy Orton is a 14-time world champion. He's been out for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to make his appearance at Survivor Series. Okay. And they took on the team of Drew McIntyre. Uh-huh. And the rest of the Judgment Day. J.D. McDonough. Uh-huh. Dominique, Dominique Mysterio. Okay, and that's Ray Mysterio's Mysterio son. Who is the NXT champion? Ben Baller and Damian Priest. And it was Team Damian. 
Damien Priest was the captain. Okay. Ben Bauer and Seth Rollins started out. Mm-hmm. And Drew McIntyre just came back. He had a grudge with Jay Uso. Okay. That is the only reason why he teamed up with the Judgment Day. Okay. Because he wanted to get his hands on Jey Uso. Okay. Um, Cody Rhodes' dad, American Dream Dusty Rhodes, invented this match. Okay. The first one was July 4th, 1987. Wow. Quite a while ago. Well, it come down and it looked like Randy wasn't going to show up. The oh. clock kicked back, clock that kicked down. The last person in the ring, Randy Orton showed up. Looks like Randy Orton's a good guy. Yeah. Again. Cody Rhodes caught Damian Priest with the crossroads for the win. Okay, did Randy uh, Orton ever show up? Yeah, yeah, Randy come in at, at the, when he was supposed to. Okay. Come in, whipped ass, joined everybody. Yeah, Randy Orton's a good guy again. Okay. All right, Rob Brad. Thanks. And that was the main event, but I hate to be a spoiler, I have breaking news. Okay. After the main event, okay, there's, there's been rumors that CM Punk was leaving the AEW to rejoin the WWE. After the main event in his hometown Chicago, mm-hmm. CM Punk walked out of the back and greeted the audience. In the WWE, CM Punk is back. Cool. I love CM Punk. That was a very good report, Rob. Thank you. I told you it was going to be lengthy. Oh, that's uh, all right. That's all right. And I, I actually sat down, took notes, watched them. So. Okay. Well, thank you, Rob. As a very in-depth report, we enjoyed it, or I definitely did. I'm pretty sure everyone else did too. Um, we got one final story before we cut off here. Um, a Texas woman said she was banned for life from the Carnival Cruises after security found CBD gummies in her luggage. In August, Melinda Van Velhusen, 42, was preparing to set sail from Miami with her family when security searched her bag and discovered a pack of CBD gummies. In the following hours, Van Vendenhusen uh, was held away from her family and ultimately denied the chance to board. Uh, Miami ABC affiliate WPLG earlier reported. Later, Van Veldenhusen received a letter from Carnival Cruise Line informing her that she'd be prohibited from boarding any Carnival ships in the future and any future bookings would be canceled. Uh, uh, and um, this decision was based on your actions on your current cruise, which were a violation of the ship rules, interfered with the safety and or enjoyment of other guests on the ship, or caused harm to Carnival. The letter from Carnival Horizon Captain Rocco Lombrano reads, Business Insider obtained a copy of the letter. Belden Houston told local news that she uh, brought, well, the, okay, Anyhow, you know what? It did not... I don't even know why it even mentioned the letter. Okay, it gives you a little rough draft of it. It says that because it's against the rules, CBS is against the... Uh, CBD is against the rules, um, that um, that she did not follow the rules, and that's why she's kicked off for life. Um, uh, Carnival sent a follow-up letter after that letter, and, uh, and they uh, gave... Um, $1,665 over her fare, of her own fare, but Veldenhusen uh, 
an entire family decided not to board after she wasn't allowed to. So the whole family lost 5,586 because they would not cruise without her. So, um, Carnival gave her her part back, but they're not going to give the rest of the family their part back because they said they could have all boarded. It was her, Veldon Hughes, um, that she was the one that was breaking the rules. The, the thing that I don't see, Rob, is this right here. I know it's against the rules, but CBD contains no THC. There's absolutely That's no... That's where I was going to go. Yeah. That's where I was going to go. There's no law against it anywhere. So, I don't know how Carnival gets off doing this to this lady. I don't know... Okay, now, here's, here's my other question. Okay. How much fine print did you have to read through <laughs> to know that there was no CBD allowed? Rob, every time I take a cruise, and I'm almost platinum There's on Carnival... No and, yeah. Nothing illegal. Yeah, well, the thing that gets me still the sticking point is it is not THC. It is not an illegal substance of any kind. It's a gummy that she took because she has inflammation. I know a lot of people that take CBD because it helps them with inflammation. It helps them with their pain. It helps them sleep. So why in the hell is Carnival being so back-ass words about this? I don't get so I am thoroughly against Carnival on this and disgusted that they did this to this woman. And I think they need to pay all 5000 and some back because who would want to go on a trip and their mom's sitting at home because of a stupid fucking rule violation, right? Especially when she's probably the one that paid for the whole trip. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It, it's. Uh, it, you, uh, we don't know. Well, I mean, okay. if it if it goes down like it says and what we think, then yeah, we mean it. But if it's something totally different, it's something we know nothing about, and you know. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I I consider it complete garbage. So anyhow, all right, we are well over an hour, Rob. I think we're going to go ahead and shut this puppy down. All right. All right, Rob, thank you. I think this is a very good episode. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy that in-depth wrestling report. And um, I'll tell you what, we will talk off-air about this sports show because I think you're right. I think we do need to. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay. But like I said before, we start up a once a week a one-off sports show. That's fine. But yeah. it's not going once to interrupt. Week. It's, not, it's not going to interrupt Rob Rad's wrestling roundup on the regular show once a week agreed so you'll be getting two reports a week that's right so okay all right rob um let's go ahead and sign off thank you everybody for listening have a great night have a good night everybody bye go we're the douchebags hmm. oh my god someone took a dump in the corner oh jeez ugh glad they're gone let's just hope they don't come back oh, man that smells